Okay, you boys, episode 70. We're going to call this the Encore episode. You guys have been looking for longer and longer episodes to fill your empty lives with something meaningful, you know, like Uncle Pinball. So I'm going to go way back to like, we're, this is episode 70, so we're going back to like the early days of Uncle Pinball. Right, and one of my first stories on this this here podcast, me and Lou Ferrigno. So we're gonna call this an encore broadcast. I took the three episodes that I strung it out for back then, baby, and I strung them all together. Got rid of the intros and outros. It's gonna sound a little choppy between the parts, but you know, it'll be fine. It still tells the whole story. So you guys get like 20-something minutes instead of three seven-minute chunks. And, uh, you know, I don't know but from the encore whether it's going to be well-received out there, whether you guys can cope if I go back deep into the archives, whether it's legit or not. But I guess we'll find out. And uh, But anyway, one of my uh, a classic pinball tale of Lou Ferrigno and it's a classic pinside forum tale, baby. It's, the forum was as much fun as the gig, baby. Anyway, here it is again. The story from a couple, three years ago when I set up a fine Hulk machine for our brother Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk of Bill Bixby's, you know, Bruce Banner. Anyway, here you go, cowboys. A little encore. See you next time. Hello and welcome to episode five of Uncle Pinball's podcast. This is the one about me and Lou Ferrigno. The Incredible Hulk, which you just heard the theme from the old TV show from back in the day. So we're going to go back about two year to about June of, what would that be, 2018. And school's winding down. It's the last week of school and maybe even the last couple day. And I get a text from, my phone lights up. I get texts from a couple of different people who happen to also be on Pinside going, have you checked your Pinside? PMs and so or whatever so I go and look on Pinside and there's all this talk about like they need somebody on the central coast of California I'm in San Luis Obispo right halfway between Smiley and San Francisco and they need somebody to help set up a pinball machine for Lou Ferrigno who's got a pad around here out in the wine country or out in that way and so my buds are like, oh, yeah, you, you, blah, 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 blah. So I respond. It turns out to be Ed from TPF. And they gifted him, like, you would not even believe this whole pinball machine. I mean, oh, my Lordy. It is pimped out to within an inch of its life. Like, you can see yourself in that play field. This thing was, like, the most incredible Hulk pinball machine i ever seen right so anyway it was a gift and they shipped it back to his place in Rio Grande which is about 15 minutes south of here thereabouts where his pad was about 15 20 minutes south of where I live and they were looking for somebody to set it up for him right 
So I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll do it. I'll do it. So we go back and forth, Ed and I go back and forth. He calls me on the telephone and we talk about it and blah, blah, blah. And they shipped it out here. And it had been sitting at his place in AG for like a couple of weeks in the shipping crate. And during that time, we'd had like torrential rainfall, like, you know, apocalyptic rainfall and whatnot. And so, like, whatever. We'll get to that part in a second. So, anyway, so I agreed to take the gig, and I get the, I get my brother Lou Ferrigno's cell phone number so we can text back and forth, right? And we set up a day, and I'm getting all ready to go and whatnot. It turns out to be a Saturday, right? And we're going to do it at, I forget what time, some early morning time. Wait, hold on. I even got it on the little thread here. So we were like, going to do it at Saturday at 1, he says. So he texts me Friday night and says, how about 10 o'clock? I'm like, great, that's great for me. Beauty, blah, 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 blah. So I'm like, all right. Then later in the evening, he's like, right, let's go back to 1 o'clock. I'm like, whatever, dude, fine. So 7.30 in the morning on the day I'm supposed to go see him at 1, he texts me and saying, oh, remember, he's on like some sheriff's posse whatever and he's like can we go back to 10 o'clock maybe and i'm like 10 30 just to work him a little bit and he's like fine so at 9 30 right it's a 20 minute drive to his house i'm at the shop picking up my tools and blah 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 i get another text saying he's got a family emergency down in santa monica and so i'll see you in two weeks so <clears throat> Anyway, I'm like, whatever, you know, it's June, it's a Saturday, I'm down at the shop, I might as well fix some machines, right? So I post all this on to the boys on Pinside, right? And they just have at it. All of a sudden, we get all these stories from all these people about what a jerk he is, what a dick he is, he's only in it for the money, and oh, he's just juking you around, and blah, 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 and you would not even believe the hate that's just flying, blah, 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 and I'm like, I don't care, whatever, you know, and everybody's just, just going for it, we're getting Hulk memes, you guys gotta go check out, it's called, the the thread on Pinside's called Ted Shred Pick Thread, which we'll get to in a second, so, like, you know, whatever, so, Ted, who's like B-movie stud bull on Pinside, um, what's his username? I can't remember. Ted FXP or PFX or something like that. Anyway, he knows all these dudes. He starts telling stories and posting pics of Lou and it just like goes. So since we're waiting two weeks for Lou to hear from me, it goes two weeks on this thing. And so it just gets taken over by Ted posting pictures of himself with all these celebrities and all these dudes. More, 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 more anybody else blah 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 and so it goes on for like weeks and i like i got nothing from lou for two weeks and it just turns into this ted shred celebrity pick thing so i changed the name of the thread to ted shred pick thread right and i'm waiting to hear from lou i'm waiting to hear from lou and so eventually two weeks later i finally hear from lou and i'm gonna get to the thread here so we can see what it looks like here we go lou ferrigno update is where i'm going now so i can refresh my memory on the timeline right so it's the last day of school now okay and i get a text from oh he calls me live and it's the last day of school and i'm not teaching but kids are like jabbering and i'm signing yearbooks and blah 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 so i'm trying to talk to him on the phone 
And uh, so he's like, okay, um, how about do this this weekend, right, Ever? So we go back and forth. He's giving me directions and all that kind of stuff. And this is when he tells me that it's been sitting in the box in the guest house since it came from Texas, sitting outside. I'm like, he goes, I hope you know what you're doing. This is him telling me. I'm like, I guess we'll find out together, baby. And he's like, "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm." this is like three hours before he wants me to come out there, right? So now the boys on Pinside got three hours to jibber-jabber about what a dick he is for leaving the machine outside and, oh, my God, what a wiener. Like, he doesn't appreciate what he gets. And, oh, my God, it's just, like, ridiculous. And so all these people are just going cray-cray and going cray-cray about it. And I'm like... I tell him, Ed, tell me they wrapped the machine in plastic and then they wrapped the plastic around the box and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, I'm hoping it's not mushy, but I'm going to take it all out there and pack up all my tools and stuff. And everybody's like going crazy, going crazy, thinking he's going to be a dick to me about the whole thing, especially if it's in bad shape or whatever. So everybody's giving me all these suggestions. And so one guy's like, you just go out there and you put on your hot dog hat and it'll be all good. I got this hat. It's like a hot dog, you know? So I put it on top of my cowboy hat, and I wear it to shows and stuff. He's like, you wear your hot dog hat out there. It'll be all good. So I'm like whole posting with the Novus, and I'm going to clean up the old wet machine with, and blah, blah, blah. And everybody's like, dissing Lou like you would not believe, right, for the three hours before I'm getting ready to roll out there, right? Also, he used to run with Arnie back in the day of Macho Man, and the early days of bodybuilding, which we'll talk about later when we get there. So we're going to bring you up to date, and I'm going to use the forums, the Lou Ferrigno update dash one thread after Ted Shred hijacked the one while we were waiting for Lou to get back to me for two weeks, and he hijacked that thread with all kinds of celebrity picks. And if you guys are into celebrity picks, like... Elvira in real life with Ted Shred, then you should go to that Ted Shred pick thread one. But we're going to go to Infinite Lives from Fort Collins, Colorado. And somebody dropped in partway through me getting ready to go over to Lou's pad to do this whole Hulk machine. And somebody asked for an update. So this, in se- I teach seventh grade English. And this guy, we do summarizing. And this guy, I need to use him as an example one of these days for how to summarize this whole thing and get it down to the nutshell in a concise sort of way. So many props to my brother, Infinite Lives, uh, at from Fort Collins, Colorado. Here's his update to get us ready for part two. Lou Ferrigno was at TPF, and the nice folks at TPF gave him a Immaculate Hulk machine. And we're going to talk about Immaculate Hulk machine as a thank you. Do not think it was part of the payment. It was super nice. I saw it. If you don't get that joke, you need to check out the Baywatch for sale thread. That's where Immaculate got to be a joke a couple years ago. Hulk asked the folks who gave it to him if they knew anyone who could set it up. OP, that would be me was the man who stepped up to the plate. First thread, people started talking about how shitty Lou is to people, with a lot of people chiming in agreeing that he sucks with their own stories. 
That thread was asked by its OP to be closed. That was the one that was asking for me. And then Fireball 2 made the next thread, Fireball 2, that be me, made the next thread while I thought he was going to do it, and then he waited for two weeks, which turned into the TED Talk, nice, as Lou kept delaying the game setup. Fast forward to today, when Fireball 2, that would be me, gets to meet Lou and set up his potentially water-damaged solid-state machine. All right. So Ed told me they wrapped the machine in plastic forward in the box, and then there was plastic around the box, too. But the rainfall we had was torrential, all right? So everybody's like, you should see the back and forth. You guys have got to go check out the Lou Ferrigno update thread. We got, you can get up to date on the Immaculate Baywatch from back in two years ago and all that kind of stuff. I showed off my hot dog hat, right? And then I rolled out there. I got back a little bit before dinner time. So here's what I told the boys. Boys, it's a done deal. I showed up early like I do, and I got home early. But before I do the reveal, like how it went, I want to put want you to put your money where your mouth is, so to speak. I added a poll, and before I post any info about how it went, I want you to, I want to see how you think it went down. I'm going to make some dinner. Oh, it was fish and chip. Grab a beer and be back in a while to see what everybody says. Then I will tell all. So we're going to scroll back up on this thread to see what the poll was that I posted. So the poll question was, how was Lou Ferrigno during his encounter with FB2, Fireball 2, that would be me. All right, so we had option number one was an arrogant D-double-E-K-D. Then there was not a jerk, but completely businesslike and serious. Ignored me the whole time until I had to show him how to turn it on. Then there was sweet as pie. I told you we'd be a BFFs. Wasn't even there. Some assistant guy helped me. Ate a tasty looking sandwich right in front of me without offering me the other half, even though I said it was hungry. All of the above, and then none of the above, supply alternate answers in the comments. And then some genius wrote in and said, you ought to, you ought to add another option that says... Offered to sell me a Baywatch in immaculate condition. So I did that, right? Okay. So I gave the boys, I don't know, how long did I give you guys? An hour or something like that to chew this one over? And since I teach seventh grade and have for years and years and years, and I'm pretty good at writing multiple choice tests, almost all of these, well, there are a couple jokey ones in there, almost all of these seemed plausible for everybody, right? So... Hold on, I had to take a little beverage sip. So let's take a look at how everybody voted on this bad boy. View results here. We got 19 out of, I don't even know how many votes. What's the total vote count? I don't even see. Uh, I'm missing it. Anyway, we got 19 votes for Arrogant D, D. We got 50 votes for Not a Jerk, but Completely Business-like and Serious. We got 66 votes for ignored me the whole time until I had to show him how to turn it on. We got 45. I think some of these were after the fact. For sweet as pie, I told you we'd be BFFs. That's 13%, by the way. Uh, We had 31% or 111 votes for wasn't even there. Some assistant guy helped me. We had 22 votes for ate a tasty looking sandwich right in front of me without offering me the other half, even though I said I was hungry. We had three for the alternative answers, one of which was the 
excuse me, Baywatch in immaculate condition, which got 19 votes. And for some reason, all of the above got 23. You guys were just being silly, right? So, pause. I had a pause because I couldn't decide whether to go further today because we're almost at seven minutes or whether I should string this out for another couple episodes. And you know what? I'm thinking I'm going to string this out for another couple episodes so that the next one we're going to tell the story of me actually arriving in the conversation, which there's not as much of that in the thread. Finally going to finish the story of me and Lou Ferrigno, the Incredible Hulk from the old 80s TV show with Bill Bigsby. (laughs) But the Incredible Hulk... Got a Hulk machine from the Texas Pinball Festival people, and I got wrangled in to set it up, and so we're at the point where I'm out at his house, which is out in wine country. We got a lot, I don't even know, 50 wineries around here, more, I don't even know. We're just covered with wineries, and he's at, this place is out in wine country, probably 20, 30 minutes from my house, back in the hills. It's a little tiny little private community down a private row, which maybe has like five or six houses. And he's got a guest house. It was inside the guest house, but I think he might have moved it from being outside for a while. But the only thing I noticed is that the box is a little soft and caved in on the top. Don't know about that. It was a reused stirred NIB box, right? And there was a little tiny bit of rust on the inside of one leg up where you would bolt it on. Like, and the machine was absolutely effing perfect. So I don't think that was there when they put it in the box. But Ed or whoever it was that packed the machine for shipping, oh my lordy, it was plastic and then blankies and then plastic and then cardboard inserts for the legs and then there was plastic and then there was plastic. And I mean, that sucker could have probably sat through a couple of typhoons and still been fine. Lou said it wasn't outside the whole time. And if it probably had been, it probably would have been a lot mushier. So, whatever. Called me by name. He looked a little funny at my hot dog hat, my hot dog on top of my cowboy hat. And he did, like, kind of look. I'm like, it's my pinball hat. But I got to take it off when I start setting up the machine because, you know, it'll fall off anyway. We shook hands. I had to crush it. (coughs) Crush it. Um, the guest house is actually, he called it, it used to be the best equipped gym on the West Coast, but he said he'd had surgeries on both knees and arthritis, as my brother Fred Sanford would say, in his hands, and so he can't pump iron like he used to back in the day. So all the weightlifting equipment was gone, and it's been, and now it was full of brand new woodworking equipment. Like some of it was still in the box, like routers and and table saw and uh, uh, lathe it looks like it would cost like 10 grand and like all that kind of stuff and like as a side note the whole place was carpeted and we had a little conversation after the whole machine was set up I'm like dude you can't have a wood you couldn't have had a wood shop with carpeting on the floor and like hello you got a pinball machine in here you can't have sawdust in the air anyway I don't think he was actually going to do any wood shopping in there And he ended up moving soon enough anyway, which is a whole separate story anyway. But um, all the stuff was killer. Portable dust collector, joiner, planer. He had everything, man. And a nice fine view of the valley out there, baby. 
But we took forever to unpack the machine while we jibber-jabbered. And I used to work at Ernie Ball, so we chatted about woodworking and making guitars and stuff. And how he's all done living in Smelly and he wants to buy a bigger house up here but can't find one. He ended up finding one later, <clears throat> about a year later. So he did move to a bigger house and move out, which is a whole separate story, right? He had to say, I didn't bring my 4 by 4 so when we're putting the legs on, he had to actually hold up one end of the machine while I was putting the legs on, which was kind of funny. I'm like, there you go, baby. Uh, so that was kind of fun, and he was all kind of cute trying to hold stuff and tear off the plastic and crush the boxes flat, and, you know, he's trying to t help and stuff. And we got the thing all put together, and I total noobed out, and I hadn't threaded the power cord through, and like, oh, so we had to take the head off, and I made him hold it while I pulled it back out. Anyway, he said he thought I was going to be way younger, like in my 20s or something, I guess, based on the text messages or whatever. I'm 58, by the way. And uh, he asked if I was thinking about retirement. I'm like, no, 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 no. Never, never, never. Then you get into bad habits and stuff. And uh, I looked at him. I'm like, you probably know how it is. And he's like nodded and said, good for you. So we had a great time. We were BFFs. Like, you know, I don't even, I, it was less than 10% of the people picked that in the poll on your from my brothers at Pinside and uh, that machine you guys have never seen a Hulk machine so perfect play field was like glass I could see myself it was like glare I needed sunglasses setting the thing up it was so beautiful without even turning it on the cabinet was perfect the back glass was perfect tastefully LED'd the thing played like a champ it was like perfect like metal cab protectors for the legs, like Pascal all-in-one, you know, since it's a system one. Um, oh my lord, there was like, I told him you should probably sign the apron for maximum resale value if he ever gets rid of it, you know. We talked about like if I got machines of my own that he ought to come down. He said he was Michael Jackson's personal trainer. That Lou actually plays a little bit of guitar. I tried to talk him come into our weekly jam, but I think he just was talking, talking, talking. Anyway, it was a lot of fun, and I ended up taking his cardboard off of him, taking it home with me. And a lot of dudes gave me grief on there, like he was like playing me, making me take get rid of all the recycling and whatever. But I've been using that cardboard for various projects ever since, so I'm not really worried about that. Plus, we hugged it out. And he autographed me. I had a metal, like, cartoon of the Hulk. Like, you know, one of those things you hang on the wall out of stamped metal. Had him sign that. And he said, forever, Lou, you know, that was kind of fun. So, it was a lot of fun. And all the haters were wrong. And it was, you know, it was a great experience. I didn't get paid except for the experience and the autograph and the selfies. If you look on Pinside, I got a bunch of selfies up there with some pictures of the machine. It's the Lou Ferrigno update thread. Anyway, it was a lot of fun and I was glad to prove the haters wrong. And there's a follow-up story to that that we'll do down the line. See ya.